Hello and welcome to Fat Mascara. We're live from our bedrooms. This is Jessica. I'm Jen. Welcome to Fat Mascara, everyone. Thank you for hanging in and sticking with us. I have to say, um, I'm really appreciative of, and I think I speak for Jen too, of all of the kind messages you guys have sent us about the show right now. I feel like I feel like this is we are really to borrow a phrase, we are stronger together right now. It's really keeping my spirits up. I have to be this was like a rough week for some reason. The Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's really bad. I had to just send like three sympathy cards in one week. Like Whoa. cousins, grandfather, then Eric's aunt's father. You know, we're here in the New York area and the nursing homes are getting hit hard and some of like the lovely, wonderful older people in our lives. And it's just like, why is this all happening at once? Like, and you can't even go to a funeral. It's just very weird. It's just very, I think it's very, um, regardless of, I mean, obviously you've mentioned the most uh, obvious connection to the crisis, but I think it's just, it's very stressful on many levels. I mean, and you have a newborn. I've got a newborn. We are in a really um, small space right now, and I don't think that helps matters. Wait, cheer me up, though. Tell me, tell me how she's doing. She's great, which I'm very lucky. I feel very blessed that she is healthy. I feel very blessed that um, we have, you know, like a roof over our heads, like food in the fridge. You know, we are not in a position where I feel, you know, frightened about tomorrow, but I, which is more than I think a lot of people can say right now, but I think it's stressful. And I was saying like, you know, we live in a one bedroom in Manhattan and just everything is like cramped. And I put on my Instagram the other day, like, just like, uh, for some reason, like sometimes I have like a lot, like a love of a hate affair with Instagram. Sometimes like, why do people like need to put what they have for breakfast on Instagram? Like, who cares? It's so self-indulgent. <laughs> and then like the next time, like, I'm going to put a photo of me doing laundry. So I put a photo of me doing laundry and I got a lot of responses. And a lot of the responses I got were like, oh, your laundry's in the basement or like you don't have your own laundry in your apartment. Oh, Hi, people. It's New York City. It's New York City. I'm like lucky that I guess we, you know, when most of my apartments in New York, I didn't have I had like laundry was like not in the apartment building. You have to drop it off or go to a laundromat. But I do laundry all day long with her all day long. She blows <laughs> up her outfit. And guys, I'm putting the diapers on right. So don't come at me about like, are you putting it on right? Like I put it on right, but she just like blows shit up. And every outfit <laughs> needs to be like immediately dealt with. Like you cannot. I say stop. Stop dressing her. Just have her be in the diaper. <laughs> but then I need to be wearing Poor goggles thing. or like it, it, like it needs to be. Yeah, the other day, I'm not kidding. This is so gross. She's going to kill me if she ever hears this one day. She's sitting in her little like baby Bjorn like bouncer, which is like it's like a resort like, you know, like um, lounger for babies. OK, she's in it has this mesh like, you know, like, thank God, like washable mesh like slime. She's chilling and I see there is a puddle on the floor underneath her <gasps> of liquid poo and she's just having a great time ha like in her lounger <laughs> the whole back needed to be laundered the floor needed to be pine sold the diaper obviously needed to be dealt with the child needed to be like completely bathed she didn't even care the outfit needed to be laundered it was a nice outfit i wasn't just gonna throw it like there were so many levels of cleaning like the chair the floor the child the outfit and it was 10 p.m I went to bed so pissed off, but it was like, you know what? It's just like, just like life. But it's like that happens, like something like that every day. You're dealing with a time bomb and when will it explode? Yeah, and I don't know. I've just been like really pissy lately and I don't know what to do about it. I'm so sorry. Anyway, maybe we have our show and cheer you up with some beauty talk. Yes. And I, and I realized I was just talking about that. And like in the light of you started off like funeral homes and I'm like, I'm doing laundry every day. It's just like we're all doing what everyone's we can. like cranky. I think people understand. No, you're allowed. Let's brighten it up. Okay, we've got a great show for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, tell everybody <laughs> what we're gonna talk about. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like you're the let's get ready to rumble guy. <laughs> I'm like the manic like circus announcer right now. I'm like, <laughs> great show. <laughs> everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> everything's great.
right, right. Okay, we're going to talk about the best headlines of the week, or at least just like the most interesting ones that we have um, pulled together. Okay, then we're going to talk about how the hell you organize your beauty, like, products and all of that stuff. And I feel like this is so timely because, like I said, walls are closing in and we got nothing but time. So let's talk about that. There's lots of great tips in here. Then we're going to talk about tinted shampoos. This is a special segment. Um, And this is also handy because a lot of us need to make sure our hair color is looking tight when we can't get to the salon. And then finally, our guest. I feel like this is so appropriate. Our guest is Zoe Foster Blake. She's an Australian beauty editor turned entrepreneur, turns mom of two. She's an author, but she's a mom just like you. So she knows what's up. I think this, we recorded this while you were on maternity leave. Yes. So I feel like, I wish you were there because I think you and she would really have gotten along. So I'm so excited for you to hear that interview and for everybody else to hear it. I haven't heard it yet. I'm excited. Yeah, let's do it. Official music, cueing me in. Here we go. You ready for this week's beauty headlines? I am ready. Okay, so as we've discussed on the podcast, Charlotte Tilbury's been shopping around, or actually people have been shopping for her. One of the big beauty companies for sure is going to be buying this in any minute. Bloomberg reports that Unilever, Pouge, L'Oreal, Estee Lauder, Shiseido, they've all put in bids on Charlotte Tilbury Cosmetics. So there might be some news on that any minute now. Jess, I want to make a bet with you. How much do you think it's going to sell for? Well, Avi, over a bill. You're saying over a billion? Of course. Are you kidding? I The only one we know of that's over a billion was It Cosmetics. So the Too Faced too. I'm going to say just because of the craziness right now, I'm going to say 900 million. No, I'm sticking to over a billion. Are you kidding? That brand is so popular and it's so, there's just so much potential. I feel like, I feel like it's a brand that could go like, Ulta-y or could go like more high end. She's such a personality. Everybody knows it. It's like my mother knows it, but also like it's super high end too. I don't know. Okay. So we'll see when the news comes in, how much Charlotte Tilbury sells her line for, and then we'll know who won. Okay. More news. L'Oreal about to make work from home more fun. I thought this was so cool. They're, co- they're partnering with Snap Camera to have people try on Snapchat lenses when they're conferencing, doing conferencing calls or live streams or like Zoom calls or all that business stuff that has gotten so boring and people just throw up those crazy pictures behind them. How much more fun to put Snapchat lenses on, right? That's cute. I wonder how our bosses would feel about this though. Like if you have like a big pair of like crazy eyelashes. Well, you're the beauty director at Harper's Bazaar. So I'm sure when you go back to work proper and you're Zooming with everybody, you need to bring the glam and L'Oreal will help you. <laughs> I meant the royal we, but you know what I'm saying. I think maybe it's more for like Zoom parties, happy hours. Probably. You're probably right. Okay, so more news, some legal news. A U.S. district judge in New Jersey ruled that civil lawsuits from plaintiffs claiming Johnson & Johnson baby powder led them to develop cancer can proceed. Okay, this isn't a ruling on the validity of the claims yet. This is just that the lawsuits can proceed. And as we've mentioned on the podcast, there is some research that has shown that mined talc may be contaminated with ingredients that can have carcinogenic effects like asbestos and stuff. So we should watch this legal proceeding to see what happens. Just wanted to give you the update on that since we've talked about it before. And then on a much lighter, much funner, much more, I don't know, sexy? Is this a sexy note? There's a new makeup trend for everyone. You know cat eye. Move over cat eye. We have fox eye. And if we had money right now, I would like to license the music for what did the fox say? But we can't afford it. So, <laughs> so the fox eye makeup trend. Jess, did you see this on Aaron Parsons' um, Instagram? I watched the whole thing. And P.S. We have a new intern, Olivia. Oh, yes. And Olivia sent this to us. I watched the whole thing. I thought it was cool when Aaron Parsons did it. I do not think it would look cool, as cool on me if I tried to do okay, this. Okay, so here's what, yeah, here's what fox eye is. Picture your cat eye regular elongated eyeliner on your outer corner. Mm-hmm. Then take your inner corner, the tear duct, and also elongate the eyeliner in and that way, down and in, so that the eyes have those like elongated tear ducts and then also the pulled up cat eye at the outside. Like a fox. It's actually really cool. Like a fox or maybe like gem. I felt like it was kind of like gem truly outrageous. 
a little bit. I don't know. I think like there's something very like an animalistic, like feral about it. Not feral. No, feline. Yeah, it was very feline. I just think there's something also, I, I know that it like elongates, but it also kind of makes, I remember Jennifer Aniston's mother told her, you know, they had a bad relationship, her and her mom. And she talked about this in an article once. And her mother said never to bring her eyeliner close together towards the middle of her eyes because she said your eyes are already too close together. <gasps> and so it makes them look even more close together. So that oh. stuck with me because I was like, yeah, her eyes are kind of close together. So, she, you know, that would like, I'm forgetting about the crazy relationship with her and her mom. I was like, her mom was kind of right. The fox would not be right for her. I think the fox would not be right for like, anyone but Gigi Hadid, which is like Aaron Parsons' number one client. So I think, like, I'll try it, but I think that it's probably not flattering on, like, most people. Okay, next week's show, please come on the Zoom with the Fox <laughs> I'll eye, try it. And I will, You'll I tell will me. take screen grabs to show everybody that you did it. And guess what? That has been your beauty news of the week. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Okay, I'm very excited about this topic. This is another goodie from our Facebook group. Again, I feel like I am trying to sell people on the Facebook group. I'm not. I'm just very inspired by a lot of the conversations that are happening there. Again, you can find a link 
to that group on our blog on fatmascara.com. Okay, so this is all about organization. A lot of us are at home. We may have a couple of extra hours during the day and we're like, okay, what to do with this makeup mess, all these beauty products everywhere. Jen, you have a pretty good system, right? I've had to make a good system. I feel like this is where people in small homes excel because we got to be ruthless with our organization, right? Um. In theory, yes. <laughs> I <laughs> live in a small space. Again, one bedroom. We threw a baby into the mix. Um, I definitely was ruthless before she was born about getting rid of stuff. Now stuff has been coming in, um, like brands are sending products. Yeah, I don't have an office anymore. This is my office. My office is my home. So all the fat mascara beauty closet is like my closet. So... I need help. You have that issue too. So it, it's, yeah, it's definitely rough. So I don't have a, a system that I'm going to use as like a best practice. I, I need to learn from you guys. So there's some great ideas here. This girl, Robin from the group, she bought, all right, my first roommate in New York who was like a Craigslist random or like it wasn't Craigslist, but something like that. Um, she bought a shoe organizer, the kind with pockets clear plastic. I can't say, Robin, I love you, but I can't say this is the most aesthetically pleasing. I saw her picture though. Yeah. She hangs it over the linen closet door. All of the unopened items go in there and she can see everything. I think the shoe organizer thing is is interesting. Um, I like that it's a vertical because I think going up generally speaking, is like our answer here. It's like, we can't go horizontally. Yeah, you don't have counter space. So use your vertical space in your home for beauty organization. I will say, I'm going to be a little brutal here. It does give me college vibes. It's absolutely how I organized my shit in college was the shoe organizer. But if it's on the back of the door and you don't see it, I'll allow it. What else you got? I get like PTSD from my first apartment. I remember this girl just put like everything there and it was like clunky dunky every time I closed the bathroom door. Okay, but I, but I like what you're talking about if you can't see it. So Hope, she said that she, I love that she said, she prefaced that she goes, I am single with no kids. She She converted her linen closet into a complete like, magazine style beauty department beauty closet. How much stuff do you have, Hope? Woo. I, I think, honestly, I think you and I have enough stuff to do this. It's her skincare closet and she bought tubs from from Target. Each of them were less than a dollar. And every it's basically like, you guys have to go on the, on the uh, thread and check this out. Um, Jen, you pinned one of the more interesting threads recently. Can you pin this thread too? So it's comes. I'll at pin the top. this so you guys can see pictures. I will say what she is onto there. Um, was the tubs and I'm a fan of the container store uh, clear acrylic ones yeah. because you could see through them as well. I will. Here's my tip to go along with um, Hope. Is this Hope's yeah, hope. uh, suggestion? You cannot clean acrylic containers with Windex. Did you know that? It scratches yeah, it all yeah. up and it gets foggy. Just water, I learned right? that the hard way. Just water or you can like do vinegar and water or alcohol. But um, I love the the container store tiered uh, drawers for my stuff. Are they on wheels or just the drawers? No wheels, just drawers. And I put them on the um, inside the bookshelf so that everything's like organized. Speaking of container store, I am very close to putting add to cart a Lazy Susan from container store for my fragrances because to the point earlier about it going vertically, I need something that goes up because all of my fragrances are going across on my dresser. I have like- Oh, so like a tiered, almost like a cake tier that you would get like a fancy tea if you're getting fancy tea at a hotel. But your fragrances will be, that could be pretty too. I'm gonna try it, it's $20, it's not the end of the world if it doesn't work out. Ellie says she's a big fan of Lazy Susan organizers. She put a link to one from M Design, which is a deep plastic Lazy Susan turntable storage tray. I will put a link to this on the blog. There were a lot of other people chimed in about Lazy Susans. I like that because you really get more bang for your buck in terms of surface area because it's stacking. Yeah. And you can just spin it around, which is really nice. And then a lot of people like the Ikea Alex drawer. So this is if you have um, some square footage. It's $79 and you're only getting, it's only a more a little bit more than a foot wide and it's pretty tall. It's about 27 inches tall and it's very non-offensive design. It can go with any aesthetic and it's just like nice deep drawers to put your um, your stuff in. And it's just like 
it really holds a lot of stuff. So if you have a bathroom that like, it could slide right next to the sink because it's skinny yeah. or next to the desk or something, that's a good one. I thought that was great. And then this is one of my my last... Um... Did you like that I just said, if you have a bathroom? Like most... Like, I meant like if you have like a bigger bathroom than exactly. mine. Like I have like this New York City bathroom that literally nothing can fit in but the toilet. Me too. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> People are going to be like, where does she live? <laughs> I know. I, I totally got what you meant. And I, and I because I'm thinking like, I wish I had a bathroom that would accommodate even like my sink doesn't even have a thing underneath it to put stuff under. It's like a it's like a school sink, you know, like, yep, there's, yep. Oh, I've been there. It's so bad. Um, this one girl said, this is so funny. She was Elizabeth who goes, I have a shelf in my bathroom and she arranged her products in rainbow color order. So they look like art. And not like a bunch of bottles. You know how people do that with their books? I was like, that is very inspired. I will say that probably looks beautiful. But my last tip was going to be group by category. So the hair products for me are under the sink. The makeup is near the mirror. The skincare is in my nightstand drawer because that's where I put it on. So think about where you use the products in your day and group them there. Like, Because if all of your beauty is one place and you don't have like a vanity... That just feels like it's not going to be organized. That's a very Marie Kondo trick, too. Like, think about where you use the thing, and that's where you should store it. Did you so, ever read the Marie Kondo like the book? Rainbow. Did you ever do that? Of course. Have you been to my apartment? What is it? What do you think? It is. Pre- <laughs> your, yeah, your apartment is pretty minimalist, I will say. I did one thing that was very handy that I stopped doing for a while, which is I had a small makeup bag of just the stuff that I use, like, kind of every day. But then I was like, is that your everyday makeup bag? I brought it as my show and tell too. This one is Oliver Thomas and they're like lined with plastic, yeah. but they're super duper cute. I really like those. So I'll put a link to those. But don't you like, the reason why I didn't like, I didn't stick to that thing because I was like, I don't want to be someone that uses the same stuff every day. I like to use all of my things. Yeah. Well, especially now that we're home and we're like using everything. This was more my like between work and school and home kind of bag. Oliver Thomas makes cute ones. But you're right. You should have a nice little setup at home. I know. I haven't figured it out yet. Everybody else, go on Facebook, add your own. Please upload pictures because the people that were trying to explain it without pictures, I was like, I need pictures. Yeah. We'll pin it to the top of our Facebook group. um, And you can find a link to that on our Instagram or on fatmascara.com. Thanks for the tips, everyone. Yeah, very inspired, guys. Okay, so this next segment is brought to you by Moroccan Oil, one of the sponsors that helps make it possible for us to bring you the podcast every week. Moroccan Oil just launched a new blonde perfecting purple shampoo. Maybe you caught the Fat Mascara exclusive pre-sale. Jess, did you catch it? I caught it. Was so cool. Felt very excited, very proud. Yeah, it's a purple shampoo that helps to correct brassiness and blonde, gray, white, and lightened brunette hair. And Jess and I, when we saw this, we loved it. We were just thinking, though, there are so many questions about color depositing and tinted shampoos. Yeah, the big question I hear a lot is, how are colored shampoos different than hair dye? I know, and I did a little research on this. I've also used them myself. But basically, instead of when you do a dye, the cuticle is lifted up, whether with like ammonium peroxide or some sort of other chemical, so that the pigment molecules are deposited inside the strand. And the color enhancing shampoos, they're sort of like, I like to think of it as like stained glass, if you will. Oh, that's a very pretty analogy. I just I just came up with that. Thank you. Um, who are we kidding? I probably heard that in some event somewhere over the years as I was learning about uh, tinted shampoos. <laughs> it just came back to you. It was like buried in your brain. <laughs> So basically, the pigment molecules are laid down on top of the strand. So you're viewing the color of your hair through this tint of the shampoo. And what that does is fix it. So if you have this yellow hair that's like getting brassy, orangey, Mm -hmm. if you view it through a very sheer purple window, you're just going to see beautiful, luminous blonde hair. Right. And because the purple is like a cool tone and most blondes, at least that we know, like we have blonde experts on the show all the time, they don't want it to get that like brassy, orangey, like icky, like oxidized look. So the purple is going to give it like that fresh, cool tone. Yeah. But I mean, these come in all different colors. I actually, this is on a newer side. I've used a green one for brunette hair. I have to separate out my gray streak. Obviously that would get purple. So it gets whiter. In fact, when I first dyed my, my, when I first got my white hair growing in, I did the purple shampoo on it. So it wasn't too yellow. So that actually works. But the green, the green works on brunette to give it that like ashy so it doesn't mm-hmm. look as orangey. Have right. you ever tried any? I have tried the red shampoos over the course of my life. And I want to tell you, this is a PSA. I thought that if 
I used a red shampoo and I kept it on longer <laughs> and I used a lot of it, that that was going to make mm-hmm. my red hair, I mean, so silly. I thought it was going to make it like brighter and like, you know, keep the gray away. Like, I just thought it was like the answer to all my problems. You thought it was like demi-permanent dye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that that's it. Maybe the question at the start was like from me. Uh, <laughs> no. um, I, I made my scalp like slightly strawberry tinted. How long did you leave it on? Probably like 10 minutes or something like that, maybe more. So I just thought it's giving myself like a beauty treatment, you know? Uh, This was a long time ago. (laughs) You know what else? This is a good time maybe to bring up directions with color enhancing shampoo. Listen to the directions. Don't think that you're going to like hack the system. I know that with the new Moroccan oil, the blonde perfecting purple shampoo, it's what's nice about it is it works three to five minutes. And it really does work in three to five minutes. Don't think that you're an expert and are going to make it work. Don't for... leave it on longer. It's like that TikTok thing that always that I always bring up because I just oh, think yeah. it's ridiculous when they put the purple shampoo on and they dye their hair purple with it. Follow the instructions. Like you said, this one was three to five minutes and then you just use a regular conditioner from Moroccan oil. Yes. Some of the color depositing shampoos, they also like you to use a color depositing conditioner with it, but they're formulated to work together. So like... This is not where you like do a DIY. I messed with the system. This isn't the product where you try that. You know what I mean? We'll tell you when you can mess with it. We'll have an expert come on and tell you like the cute hacks. But like this is not a time to be hacking, especially when you can't go into a salon necessarily and get it fixed. Enhance your color. Use the purple to make it luminous. I'm actually going to send this to my Aunt Renee, who I always talk about. My, my like blunt, my wonderfully, delightfully blunt Aunt Renee, because she had she's one of these women with a weekly standing appointment for like the past 30 years at on Fridays for her hair. She gets a color and she gets a set. You know, she doesn't even wash her own hair. She gets a set, you know, like for her little like short hair. So she's now gray because she can't like she's like, I'm not going to dye my own hair. But she's like never been gray. But she wants like she's like, I want that like, you know, beautiful, like luminous. Like she wants to keep her hair like looking. She's the purple shampoo. Just to give it a little a little brightness, a little, you know, a little kick so i'm gonna be sending her some of this she's gonna love it she loves a freebie i'm gonna send her some of my personal (laughs) some of my personal stash you're a good niece thank you okay so we hope that answered a couple questions about color enhancing shampoos thanks again to moroccan oil our sponsor for that segment we were excited to offer you guys that exclusive pre-sale on their blonde perfecting purple shampoo and i kind of want to hear how it went for some people so if any of you took us up on that please dm us let us know what you think of the product yeah we love giving you guys like a little like extra early access stuff i love doing more of this you're welcome Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line. And after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. While Jess was on maternity leave, I got to sit down with Zoe Foster-Blake, a former magazine journalist turned entrepreneur. Zoe used to be the beauty director for Australian Cosmopolitan and then Harper's Bazaar, so you know she knows beauty. Plus, she's the author of four novels, a dating and relationship guide, and a beauty book called Amazing Your Face. And she also wrote the children's book with the best title ever, No One Likes a Fart. Zoe's the founder of GoTo Skincare and the fun little kid offshoot line, Grow Too. So here's the interview. Welcome. Hello. So I loved it, Zoe, immediately when I met you a couple months ago, because I swear the first thing we talked about was farts. <laughs> Jesus. Does yes. that sound on brand yeah. for you? Yes. Well, weirdly, yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's how I started the interview. But as she says in one of her kids' books, no one likes a fart. No one likes a fart. No, but then I was like, okay, we're going to be friends. So yeah. you don't just write about farts. You've been a beauty director and editor um, in Australia. Context? <laughs> I, sorry, I wrote a children's book about farts. I'm not a fart woman. <laughs> Did you think I wasn't going to get to the context? <laughs> God. This is <laughs> if someone just tuned in and like didn't keep going, they'd be like, "What the hell is this podcast?" Mm. So you're a, you were a beauty director. You um, are an author. You have multiple books, including a children's book. Yes. Um, you are also an entrepreneur, founder of Go to Skincare and Grow to Skincare. You're a mom. You're Australian. You're yeah. cool. What did I miss? <laughs> no, that's it. That's all. That's it. Um, that's it. That's everything. Okay, you can go home. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wasn't that fun? Yeah. <laughs> so how did you even get into beauty? Like, how did you become a beauty editor? I didn't know what one was, to be fair. I was uh, 23 and I was working in mags. I was working in a music mag, now dead, called Smash Hits. And I applied for a job at Cosmo um, and got the job as beauty editor. And I think, honestly, the editor hired me because I didn't know anything about beauty. And she thought it would be fun. She liked my writing tone. She thought it would be fun for me to offer a more conversational perspective on beauty and sort of go along with the reader 
and hold their hand and be like, I don't know what a highlighter is, but hell, Jessica Simpson's using them. Let's find out about them together. You've just this dated the us. This was the 2004. Um, she was big back then. So I think, her, I think she had a highlighter that was flavored, if I remember correctly, like a what? like a body shimmer, a fragrance body shimmer that you could lick. Oh, I was working at Cosmo Girl at the time. Right. So, so I was right there with you. Yeah, you were. Okay, so you brought the outsider's perspective. Yes. So I learned on the job, and I think that's what beauty editors do. We're journalists who then learn from the best, right? And, the you, derms, and you find your beat. You do. Yeah. And I got really passionate about it. And so I started beauty blogging on the side um, in 2006. Is this Zoe? They no, it it, it is not. I called it Fruity Beauty. It was just like, it was a little bit anonymous because I wanted Cosmo to have a blog, but this was, this was 2005, 2006. It wasn't really done back then. They didn't understand. But I'm like, I think we're missing out on a chance to have a dialogue with readers and be like put photos and videos up. And, and I sort of had that vision because I think beauty is such a visual thing. It's so hard to yeah. write about it in static on a page. Um, so I just did it myself. <laughs> and just, it. just quietly. <laughs> just quietly started a little digital following. Um, yeah, and then went on and wrote a beauty book. So I You wrote of, that book while you were at? Uh, you were still a beauty editor, right? I think it was a bazaar then, yes. Or I'd moved. Wait, on is different. it called Amazinger Face? Well, it was called Amazing Face in and 2006. Then, oh, and then the follow up. Yes, Amazing Your Face. Why did you leave that traditional media world and go do your own thing? Someone offered me an opportunity to basically take my little beauty blog and make it into a fully fledged beauty site or portal, as they were calling it back then. Okay. Um, so it would have money, infrastructure, a big company behind it, and I would be editor in chief and choose my staff. And I thought, I just had this moment, like a tip point going, I think this is the way. Like, I feel like this is where I belong, digital. Um, so I did it and didn't look back. And I love digital. I'm very happy there. What's some of the best advice? I know this is a hard question for a beauty editor, but like, you did a whole book. Uh, What's the thing that everybody needs to know that comes out of that that you learned while you were a beauty editor? I think some of the things I picked up over the years were like, um, I remember meeting Dr. Daniel Mays one time and he was like, I tell every beauty editor this, stop over exfoliating. You have a finite amount of skin. Take it easy. And so I think we went through a really bad over exfoliation phase. Um, and I unfortunately think that's coming back again with all these over the counter high strengths that girls are the, using. The acid, liquid yeah, acids. Yeah. Because they're just loving the glow, but that's, you know, you're only 22. You're going to need those products when you're older. Save them for then. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak to every type of skin, of course, like people need them for different reasons. But anyway, so that was a good one. Don't over exfoliate and gentle is more. Also, I think things like just not turning your face up to the shower head because it's going to ruin your capillaries because it's too oh much just hate. hot water like yeah right oh, onto your face like a lot of people get capillaries around their nose and uh, cheeks because yes and I come out of water. and I just come out looking bright red and even more <laughs> vascular yes try not to irritate the vascular I should probably not do that huh? <laughs> yeah so I find those little ones and like you know um instead of putting bottom lash mascara and you just put the mascara on there and blink and I like those little pervy dinner wait, wait, party wait. tips. I don't know this tip. You just <laughs> d take the har mascara one hor horizontally. Just put it on your lower lash line and blink. On the top? And it imprints. No, put rest it on your lower lashes. Okay. Blink. And blink and it just like presses in. Perfectly into Oh, but then not the underside of the no, lower lashes. No, don't like get in Because then much. it won't smudge as much. Yeah. Zoe, why have I never heard this tip? I literally have a podcast <laughs> called Fat Mascara. <laughs> yes. Good Lord. Oh, my God. That's and a I'm, good one. Oh, thanks. I'm a tubular mascara girl, so nothing Tubing. Smudges. Tubing mascara. Yeah. What's your favorite? Well, I just tried a new one. I love drugstore beauty over here, man. Like, it's so much better in the States. Oh, um, good. I go into CVS and I go bananas. Yeah. What'd you get? I got... It's called Snap. I knew you were going to say Snap Mascara. <laughs> you know why? Because the, the tubular ones never give you volume. So it's Maybelline, right? Yes. I don't mascara. know if that's a tubing. They claim it's a tubing mascara. It definitely is less likely to smudge, but it doesn't come off not in those like Kevin like, Aquan. No. Yeah, it's not like Kevin Aquan or Blink, where like it comes off in those little rubbery but tubes. It, but you don't get the panda drop down. So as long as I'm not getting that, I don't know where it disappears to at night. It must just wash off. Right, but you can't see it like some of those other tubing mascaras. Yeah. You see them rinsing off. Having said that, I'm a cleansing oil person. Nice segue so, to my new product. But I'm a cleansing oil person, so it's coming I'm not off allowing anyway. it. We're not ready for that yet. <laughs> I still but have yeah, more it, questions. It'll come off. It, it just disappears. But I just don't want the smudge down. And because I'm such an oil user, like I find that if I'm using these big non-tubular exciting volume ones, I'm just, just going to smudge. I might, they always do on me. Okay, so you, you have all the tips and advice. What's the beauty skill you don't have? Lots. You still have it mastered. Winged liner. Who can do that? I can't do that. Can you that. do one eye at least? I just give up. Do you like the way it looks on you? 
Actually, maybe not. I was going to think, <laughs> like, maybe this is a self-fulfilling thing. If you yeah. can't actually do the wings, maybe it's because yeah. your eyes aren't meant to have wings. But I line. love the look. Like, I love the idea I of like Audrey it on, Hepburn. Yeah, yeah. Feline eye. Also, I'm always confused about blush placement. And I think that when you get older, you need to be aware of changing your blush placement. Like I'm turning 40 this year and I feel like I have to read, I have to rethink everything. And that was partly why I wrote Amazing Face because I'm like, I wanted you to question where you learned beauty. Who taught you? And who were they? Like for me, it was a girl in the toilets or my sister who did Wait, wait, wait. A girl in the toilets? At at school, at high school. Oh, like in the bath. Yeah, sorry, in the bathrooms. (laughs) Just Not literally in the like toilet. Lifting up the toilet seat and there's like a makeup artist pops out. Like what? <laughs> no, no really, like you watched an older yeah. girl like putting on her like makeup doing or a whatever. Terrible job of eyeliner. I'm like, that must be how you do it. Yeah. And you have to evolve, don't you? Like once you've learned, that doesn't mean you're done learning. You know, your skin will change. And I look, it's a YouTube time now. Like girls are actually like fully blown makeup artists in their own bedroom because they've been learning and that's good. Keep learning. Yeah. So um, any pet peeves as you go throughout your life and you see other people and you teach them about beauty and you have your own skincare line, like what are women still doing wrong? The over exfoliating. Yeah. And that's and and I wouldn't say pet peeves. I just I want to help women. I, I think I write all these books and I do all this because I really just want like, you know, from being a beauty editor, the thrill of a recommendation. You save someone yes. time and money and stress. You just go, just don't, you don't need 10 red lips. You just need the Amani one. Um. You just need the Mabel. OK, so you do. <laughs> I mean, lipstick's a bad choice of, of uh, example. I literally have like 60 red lipsticks. Of course you do. But sorry, but I think with skin, like the, the point is if, if you get your skin in good shape and you look after it, you can do so, you can, your, your makeup and everything else is a lot easier in life. Okay, so your website says, <laughs> this is great. In 2014, Zoe launched her own skincare line, GoTo, result of 10 years of working as beauty editor, and the result of a special brand of arrogance <laughs> that makes her believe she can compete in a market that already features approximately 3 billion products. Mm-hmm. What, what made you start the line? I think having been a beauty editor, like I was still frustrated at skincare on the whole. And this was like back in 2012 when we had sort of like the legacy brands and the organic brands and the supermarket brands and not a huge amount in between in the gray area. And I had so much feedback from women on how skincare just was so intimidating and confusing and frustrating. And they'd go to their facialist or they'd go to the department store and feel bullied. And like, I've got 10 products. I don't know how to use them. I'm like it just, it can be easier. And I think as the beauty editor, our job was to act as the vessel between the brand and the consumer and to make it easy and layman for them. Yeah. And I'm like, that is missing in a brand, that simplicity. And Australians, we're sort of known for our laid back approach to fashion, food, lifestyle, hair and beauty. And this was no different. Like we use a lot of botanicals and it's plant-based and it's gorgeous, but it's effective because I'm like, if I'm going to ask women to put things on their face and take money from them, they have to work. And I know what works. I know what actually works because all the beauty editors know that it's really only AHAs, antioxidants, retinol. There's only really a handful of things. Of active ingredients. Yeah. yeah. And and then barrier repair and and making anti-inflammatory things. So I I really did know what worked and what was just marketing hype and bullshit because I'd sat through so many presentations. Mm -hmm. And so I sat with my formulator who had had like 20 years experience in in organic and natural skincare. And I said, here are my five dream products. Can we make them? This is what I want them to be. Like, and when you laugh, but I'm like, well, as an example, like I love Embrelease and everyone loves Embrelease, but it's not as, you know, sorry to use the word, but it's not as clean. Like there are things in there that I wouldn't necessarily want to put on my and skin every day. And that's the really rich, like French pharmacy moisturizer. Yeah, okay. That, yeah. So I love a rich skin. Like, Just for those who might not know. Exactly. Sorry. So it's a pharmacy brand and it's really popular with makeup artists. Like it's in everyone's kit and it's this universal, very useful face cream. That's literally the name of my cream because I'm like, I just want a very useful face cream. It's called a very It's literally useful. called that. <laughs> and your mask, I think, is, was... This will make you look like you know what sleep is yeah, or something like that? Yeah, it's called Transformazing, but we put that on the front because oh. I'm like, that's the call to action. Yeah. This will make you look like sleep. I mean, actually what happens you want. in your life. Yeah. What, surpri- like, what was the hardest thing about doing this? Like, What advice can you give to someone if they really want to start their own line? I, I do advise people on this, in, and it's not just beauty, but I think it's when you have a thing in your hand that actually exists, it becomes a lot easier. I didn't have a business plan. I knew there was a gap, and I knew this was a product that I personally wanted to use as someone who traveled a ton and now has two young children. Whatever was in my kit had to really work. And as well as thanking being a beauty editor for the knowledge, I thank it for the absolute backlash I felt when I stopped being when I'm like, 
oh, I don't want 20 fucking products in my bathroom anymore. I just want like three that actually work. Yeah. And so I needed to go full circle and go, I don't want to have a kit that is full of fluff. I just want the useful stuff. So I think you have to make things that you wish existed or that you want or that you're hacking and putting together yourself and you're like making your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I when I say have a thing that exists, like get a sample, like go on Alibaba and get a tube. Like I think once you actually see something and you can go, I don't want that lid, I do want that colour, it actually begins without you noticing and you accidentally trick yourself into starting the project rather than going So you like were already one. looking at tubes and packaging before you like had your formulations going? Well, that's the other thing. I had to find a formulator. I'm not a chemist. Yeah, right. So my friend who has an organic skincare line, she put me onto him and really that's when it started because when you have a little sample in your hands of yeah. some goop, like, okay, now it's really happening. Right. Rather than planning out, it'll look like this. Here's the marketing. Here's oh. how I'll do this. And it's like, get a product first that you believe yeah. in. Okay, exactly. Make, well, and everyone's different. Like, I'm a, my whole joy is marketing and copy. Um, but the, the goo has to, like, people will buy it once for the marketing, but they won't come back if the goo's rubbish. What was, like, the hardest part about starting the line that surprised you? Like, you thought some, this would be hard, but it was really this other thing. I think it's the crystal balling. So it's like... The manufacturing and logistics stuff. Like this is in the early days. Now we have wonderful people employed to do this stuff for us. But it's like going, well, how many do we order? Like, whoa. Or like guessing how many you're going <laughs> to yes. sell. And how many should we fill? Because if we fill too many, they'll sit in the warehouse and they'll go off. Um, like you get a huge piece of press and then you sell out. And, and it's that. That does my head in. Like I hate that stuff. That's not my how I'm wired. I'm definitely the founder in that sense of like NPD and marketing and the vision of the brand. But I'm also CCO, so I'm doing all the creative stuff as well. I love that. But God, like I can't manage a company. You just said NPD. What is? Oh, new product development. Sorry, I did not know. No, sorry, and I shouldn't be so obnoxious. (laughs) No, not at all. That's why we have a podcast to like dig into things when people (laughs) start throwing acronyms at us and we don't know what they are. That's good to know. Yeah, just breaking through the noise too, because there are so many lines now. How how important do you think packaging is in a beauty product? Because you have a very distinctive packaging. Yes. So we we went out with Peach in 2014, started 2014. And back then... Let's uh, talk about millennial pastels, well, we shall d- we? That was pre that. <laughs> like we sort of, we didn't realize that. Peach I love because I think Miami grandmas have it down. Like peach and gold is my favorite look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, there are no peach products. That's really weird. Now I know it's really hard to color match all of your products. Like it's almost impossible to get the same peach across different like glass and plastic and paper. And it's genuinely hard to get that. Does the peach have a name? It's got a it's got a Pantone, but oh okay, yeah, no, it's, not it's like, just go to peach, <laughs> go to peach. Yeah, so and I went, were you so were you annoyed? Because let's talk about this color though. The color yeah. scheme has become very yes. prevalent. I just was looking at Fourth Ray, the skincare yeah. line, and like Glow Recipe, and obviously Glossier, whatever. They're all yeah. like sort of in this pastel range. Yeah. Um, do you think that's because we just want to be like soft and happy? What's going on there? Well, my reason was like, whilst I love pink, it felt too polarizing and too feminine. Peach has a little bit of warmth and a bit of red and a bit of coral to it. It's a bit sassier. Like peach is, is warm and inviting and non-threatening and not yeah. too frilly, you know? Yeah. So I, I that was one of the reasons. I mean, also, it just literally was my favorite color. <laughs> well, then that, that makes yeah. sense. There, see, there was no marketing no. person behind that one. No way. And remember, we were D2C for like five years. And D2C means direct oh, sorry. to consumer? Yes, so... Just selling online, pardon me. Just selling online. And so we weren't in store. Now we've gone into retail. It's Packaging has become a huge consideration because there are so many things I want to refine when you're sitting next to brands that have been around for 25 years or beautiful brands that have been built for Instagram. And you're like just these company that used to just go from warehouse to customer. I'm like, all right, we need to. Oh, because you're in retailers now. Like, uh, what retailers are you selling with? Um, We're in Mecca back home in Australia and we're in Sephora here. When is Mecca coming to the States? I hear such good things. Oh, is it? I don't even know if it is. I mean, I don't know. I think it should, though, because every time I talk to an Australian, they talk about that. I think it's best in class for retail and yeah. beauty. It's, it's such a wonderful experience. And you know what it is? Yes, they have great products and great stores, but it's the customer service. It's just amazing. They educate you. They talk you through it. They try it with you. You walk out feeling confident and competent, which is what I want from my my dealings with a retailer. I want to go, yes, I bought the right things and now I know how to use them. Very true. Yeah. And the packaging, I think you were good at with that line, but it extends to grow too. Can <gasps> I just talk about, I used the Dream Buster spray on my um, stepson. Well, he just loved the little monster on yeah. the front. And I was like, 
boy, this is lavender spray, but I'm not going to tell him story, that. The story. Is I so told the story to like you told me to. <laughs> Explain what, how right. that product came about. So Grow2, it came out in October, and this I have two small children who were very rashy and sensitive, and I found that I was using Go2 on them because I trusted Go2. I knew it wouldn't have any irritating side effects, and it was clean, sorry for the word, um, but it was safe <laughs> for them to use on their skin even as a newborn. And uh, so it came to me, I was like, hang on, I reckon I could do this for kids. And I feel like there is a gap. I feel like baby in particular, baby, there's, uh, first of all, we say it's a kid's range, not just babies. And it's it's made to look like toys and things that exist in their They've world They've got already. little faces on them, guys. They look like Elmo, for God's yes, sakes. Yes, thank you. They do. But kids see them and they take possession of them and they have ownership and they're like, that's for my body. Whereas I think classically, it's like got little baby ducks on it or it's like a pharmacy brand or it's mummy stuff. And so when they go into the shower or the bath and they see this bright blue happy bottle beaming at them, they're like, this is for me. And specifically, I was I was also asking about the dream buster. Oh, bad dream buster. Like, was there a bad dream situation <laughs> with your kids that you were like, how do I get that? Because you know how kids go through that phase where mm. they're like afraid to go to sleep? Yes. Well, my son, it's the middle of the night for him. So he comes in. Oh, he'll wake up like. Yes. But we spray it before bed. But we've had these amazing stories from moms and dads who are like, we've got a son with anxiety or night terrors or even PTSD. They've got bedroom buster. And like you say, it's just lavender spray in a plastic bottle. But the story is so powerful for a four, five, six, seven-year-old. They feel like they've got a tool and they can sleep through because they've got armor. You know, they've got something yeah. that's like protecting them and it's all all story, but it works for them. And so it's such a great gift for anyone because it's like, you can, first of all, you calm them down because it's lavender spray and I use it on my pillow. In yeah, my it's a relaxing well. smell. Yeah. yeah. But the narrative for a child to have something is just for them. Like, I'm going to spray this and all the bad yeah. stuff. And they spray it in away. the toilet, you know, if they're scared to do a poo, like when they're potty training. And I did not know this. Yeah, they wherever they think there's See, women. you've brought it back to poop and farts. Sorry. I didn't. <laughs> oh, I'm such a child. I know. <laughs> you had that issue, though, where they were afraid to, were they afraid to flush or just to sit on it? Well, my daughter's going through it now. She's two and a half. And, and when you think use about the it, bad buster spray, <laughs> The dream buster to yeah. just like... Well, they, they sorry, but they poop standing up f- for the first few years of life. And then they suddenly like sit on this big hole. Right. You That's know, a with very no, good point. No nappy on and don't be scared. And the little bottle will help you. Yeah. And there's this loud flushing noise and it's all a bit scary. So Well, yeah. bonus, then it smells like <laughs> lavender in the bathroom. <laughs> yes. So I'm down with that. Um, okay. Let's let's talk about the... You've you've made two wonderful lines. Is there anything still missing? Like what is there or is there a dream product you just haven't been able to figure out or what does the world need still? Well, we actually have Brotu back in Australia as well, which is the men's line. Okay. Started as a joke um, because we knew all the guys were using our like peach cleansing mousse and, and face hair and so on. And so we, as a Father's Day joke, we're like, let's do it in grey packaging so they feel safe using it. You know, it's like nice, manly, masculine Pro grey. yeah, blizzard, <laughs> chainsaws. And so we... <laughs> There's no Pro 2 chainsaw. There's or no is there? No. I don't know. I shouldn't just say that. But like we I joked. Like, we took the piss the whole way through and we're like, you know, this has T-Rex hormones in it and it's like we're just making a mockery of the whole men's skincare category. But guess what? It actually worked and it sells really well. So now we're going to rebrand it and we're going to give it a proper personality and, and do it properly because... You're when, not going to keep it as Pro 2? It's still Pro 2. But okay. like proper packaging and give it its own identity like we did with Grow2 because we know men, especially young men, like the millennials coming through are using a lot of skincare. Yeah. Um, whereas boys my age never did at 19. They didn't care. They didn't think about it. So it's good. Times are changing. But it's the same formula. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So before you leave, we're going to have a speed round, which is really fun. But first, we talked about mascara, what your favorite mascara. What are some of your other favorite products from other lines besides your own? Um, so I love, I went into, well, first of all, I did my CVS haul and then I went into Detox Market and I got some lovely new um, makeup in there. Mm-hmm. I love Kosas. I think they're doing a great job. I was going to say, you always have like the prettiest rose gold peachy oh. shadow situation. <laughs> Thank you. Last time I saw you too, it's like a sunset on your lids. <laughs> What do you use? Well, I had professional makeup done today, so this wasn't me. Um, but I do use a lot of creams up there in my eyes. Actually, this up there. Yeah, up there. But <laughs> I love creams. I like. I'm a bit of a classic. Like, I still love my NARS, and I still love you know the makeup artistry brands. Uh huh. They still bring me a lot of joy. But I also love like a Maybelline or a Revlon very for, much for so. eyeshadows. Yeah, off of shadows. Yeah, creams. I love by Terry and. I kind of love Laura Mercier's new creams. There's actually a brand called Trini London. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and she does really good pots of cream shadow. They're lovely. They're like the old... i to get back on the cream shadow. Thing. Oh, my God. They're just so easy. I don't know why I haven't done that in Like, a while. it looks like you've done so much more work than you have. I know. I just feel like I have less lid. 
I have less lid. estate than I used to. So but that's like, another good reason to. And you know, I've been googling like hooded eyes and stuff because as I get older, I'm like, well, it's like your brows get lower, yes. and then your and then your lid comes over the top other lid, and then we're, this I can't even get shadow happened. in there. So I brush my brows up to my bloody fringe because I want it like them right up to make me look fresher and younger. Yes. And then I was learning all these tricks about how you do eyes eyeshadow to make your lids look bigger. They're yes. out there. There's a lot of tutorials. On so I've heard on this thing called YouTube. Okay, we're going to do our speed round, okay. which is so fun and easy. Yes. What is the first beauty or grooming product that you fell in love with when you were little? Bonnie Bell Lip Smackers. What flavor were oh, you? Probably bubblegum. I'm bubblegum tragic, but I collected them. That was my first bubble moment. Bubblegum tragic is a new children's book you need to write. Oh, I, don't, I don't even know what it's tragic. about. It just sounds fun. Okay, uh, next. What brings you a sense of calm or how do you like to, re- like, I'm relaxed now because I did this? Oh, look, like most parents, it's when the children, like, you shut the door and they're going to sleep and you feel like that's a bit of a full stop and then you get to be a grown-up. Have a wine, have some dinner, watch your shows. Getting your kids successfully to sleep is like... Another day down. <laughs> you did they're it. They're alive, they're fed, they're in bed. <laughs> um, what's your favorite ice cream? Yeah, I'm a child, so it's going to be Hokey Pokey or something. Do you know what Hokey Pokey is? No. Oh, God, maybe it's a Australian Maybe thing. the girl on the toilet eats that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough about her. I know what her name was, by the way. It's Tammy. Um, Tammy. But Hokey Pokey's like got caramel clusters in it. It's oh. very sweet, sickly sweet. It's like a caramel ice cream with little hard caramel. Is this at multiple different ice cream places or one in particular has this flavor? Oh, everywhere in Australia and New Zealand has like, this flavor. Like it's just Hokey Pokey? Hokey Pokey. Leonie, you know Eric. You're probably <laughs> yes. out there going, yeah, you don't know Hokey it's Pokey. Yeah, if you ever come to Australia and New Zealand, you'll get Hokey Pokey. And I encourage you to try it if you're a caramel fan. I am. That's a, ooh, that's a new one. Okay, what's a song that pumps you up? I am such a Spotify tragic. Like, I spend my whole life making playlists. I'm very specific about this. But I can only think of Tame Impala today. And I love that whole new album, Slow Rush. Wait, what does it say again? Tame Impala. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is there a whole pump up Zoe Foster Blake Spotify I, playlist? Yes. It's called Fit. Are you public figure? Yeah, I'm public. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're yeah. going to follow you and oh, get pumped please. up. Yes. Well, no, that's just my stupid exercise one, but I have lots of playlists. Oh, okay. I love seeing what people play. <laughs> um, last thing, uh, we end every show. What do you want to raise a wand to? So it's your chance to raise a wand. New York City. Oh. I love this city. I love this city. I'm so happy to be here in March on a sunny day and to be able to travel with my brand. It's nuts. Oh, that's exciting. This is a pinch me. Our city raises a wand right back to you. (laughs) Zoe Foster Blake, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Okay, it is time to raise a wand. Jen, what do you have for us today? Well, I have never watched more television in my entire life than I have in the last month because, like, you don't go out at night anymore. And I'm, like, out of document. Like, all Eric wants to watch is the Criterion Collection, and every night is some art house thing. And I was like, can we just watch, like, a good series? So I finally tried Ozark's. Ozark. Oh, I heard it's great. I Anytime anybody says that, I'm like, I don't want to watch the thing everybody else is watching. It can't be that great. I'm like, no. Oh my God, Rachel, our little producer just popped up in the window with two thumbs up. It started out in 2017. I'm just now getting into it. Damn if it's not smart and delightful and Jason Bateman, is that his name? Yeah. He directed it and it's fabulous and he's such a good actor and I'm getting into it and Rachel, do not give anything away because I'm like two episodes in. If anybody needs a good binging show, there you go. Didn't it just wrap the whole thing? I think that's why I was hearing about it because everybody's like, oh, season finale. I was like, well, I guess it's time for me to start. Yeah, my my family, like, they're usually so excited, like, when I call because they're like, oh, my God, like, put Lake on. They, like, flip out. And the other day I called, I was like, Lake is here. And they're like, yeah, um, can we call you back because we're watching Ozarks? And, like... (laughs) It's that kind of show where you're like, everybody, shush, shush. Like, it's yeah. very, like, you're on your edge. It's really good. Um, what do you want to raise a wand to? Um, okay, this is going to be, a, a, we're yeah, we're not doing beauty day, guys. We're doing um, content. We're doing, like, entertainment because it's... Oh, it's, you also have entertainment. Yes, I also Tell have me. entertainment. So my friend Julie, I used to work with her at Cosmo. She's great. She has a newsletter. And it, newsletters are so hot right now, guys. I like it because it is condensed. It is easy to digest. If you are feeling overwhelmed by, um, you know, so much to do, see, watch, where to Everything. start. Everything. Yeah, exactly. 
I like it because it's a weekly thing. It's called Jules, J-U-L-E-S. And it's like what I watched, what I bought, what I ate. And um, what I like about it is I'm not always on the same page with her, but and, but sometimes I am. And I like to kind of see like, oh, she liked that. Oh, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of that. Or like, oh, she too listened to the new Fiona Apple. Oh, I dug that song. Or like, oh, <gasps> I all love the new Fiona Apple. I'm still I'm still like wading through it. Some songs I love and some I'm like, I'm not into at all. So it's like, oh, they're weird. They're weird. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really have a lot of mixed feelings. I'm like, I waited eight years for this and I'm, I'm, I'm a little pissed. Uh, sorry. I know we can talk about this offline. Um, but I feel like sometimes she'll like, you know, be like, oh, I love these pants. And I'm like, I wouldn't wear those. But then the next thing it's like, she loved this movie. And I'm like, Jules, I'm like, Jules, Julie. I'm like, you're my long lost sister. It's like, I love the um connecting the connection you get okay so how do how do we get this fabulous newsletter so we're gonna put a link to subscribe on our blog but there's also a link to subscribe on her instagram and her instagram is at julie spelled the traditional way vadnell v as in victor a d n a l there's a link right there cool okay so now you got a newsletter and a tv show and we'll see you next week. I think we're good. You're set. Thanks for listening. Our show is produced by Atwill Media. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Fat Mascara. Go to fatmascara.com to get a link to our private Facebook group and hit us up. If you have a beauty question, you can send it to us at info at fatmascara.com. We'd love if you send us a voice memo. We also want to hear your razor wands. Send those to the same address, info at fatmascara.com. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review on iTunes. Just throw us some stars. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.